Welcome back to the After Hours, motherfuckers. Hi, guys. What's up, anal queen? It's anal queen here. For all your anal needs. <laughs> your first episode just dropped yesterday. Oh, no. Mm. Nice. Well, on Patreon. I've got, I've got a, okay, no, I saw it on Patreon, actually. I've got a couple people who are like, got the notica- notifications on for Spotify. Nice. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> no, we're we'll gonna know I have a shitty butt. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, wait. Yeah. I cannot wait to see the kind of conversation that shit opens up. Oh my gosh. Seriously. You'll have to tell me like where the feedback is. What is it, where does it mostly go? On Snap. Snap. Yeah. yeah. That's where I get all all the feedback. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I should start posting the the feedback though on the on the patreon maybe i'll do that i don't know whatever anyway so let's try to have a conversation because i really don't know how in depth this can get okay but on the different ways that conservative versus liberal women take care of their vaginal health let's say You've got more information on the side of actual experiencing the bodies of the women themselves. If anything, I just might have the insight of having lived in a very, probably the most conservative place in America and now living in the most, sorry, the most, yes, conservative and now living in the most liberal state. What was the other state? Well, I was born and raised in Alabama. So it's pretty conservative. I grew up the rest of my childhood till 18 in Georgia, which was definitely more urbanized. Yeah. A little more uh, cultured in the sense of there was, there was definitely a a little bit of peeking out of side of the mega conservative ideas of Alabama. Pretty sure the KKK still existed there when I was a kid. I guess they still do. I don't know. Anyways. I'm sure they do. They, I, I was living in North Carolina for uh, like seven or eight years. And the town, like legit, the town over from where we were was where the KKK was fucking started. Was, I had no idea. I was like, what? Christ almighty, the South. Um, that Walmart buy what? <laughs> so good. No, I want to hear what you have to say. I was thinking about it before we got on here. I was like, I could make most people, you you know, kind of get an idea for like which which way they lean politically or whatever. And I was thinking about you and I was like, man, that's a tough one. Like, there's a lot of factors there to be able to try to make that assumption. Like, like you said, you come from Alabama. You live in fucking the most mm-hmm. liberal goddamn state in the fucking world mm-hmm. you're tatted ex- up tatted up would tatted. lean towards liberal ex-military ex-military would lean towards conservative conservative <laughs> shoot shoot guns i i think i'm trying to really think of anymore i was a lot i was very conservative my friends like to remind me that i used to use the term libtard a lot in Cali. so are you crazy what now in Cali, are you crazy? No, no, not in Cali. Oh, okay. 
No, now that I live in California, I've, I've had these friends for since I was 18. And that's when I first left the South. And I was so abrasive, very conservative, loved my guns, thought everyone who didn't believe in what I believed was total idiot. And then I ended up living in like Europe, no guns, California. Yeah. yeah so I, I obviously I still go and shoot guns uh, periodically and I still enjoy it. But definitely so not, and used the word libtard a lot. My friends like to remind me of that. They're like, are you still super conservative? I'm like, what are you talking about? I live in California. They're like, you used to say libtard all the time. I'm like, that's been like five years. I'm a vegan now. Um, that leans towards liberal for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't. it does lean towards liberal, but I feel like that's kind of becoming more mainstream on both sides just from like a fucking health standpoint right the vegan part like aside from the political handling of the pussy i want to talk about the vegan part as well in here i think that definitely plays a part in in vaginal health i was thinking about what you said the other day and i and i heard it on the podcast again how you said the conservative chick you knew washed her pussy with Dawn and I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm pretty sure when I was younger and I was conservative, I might have done some shit like that. I definitely used dial once, you know, like the hand soak. So I was like, Oh, it's antibacterial. (laughs) So I definitely, I definitely did that like multiple times. Cause I, I literally, like I said, antibacterial, but now I would never, but I still wash that shit real good. So, for clarification, I don't know that woman. Somebody just wrote in about her. Some girl I, I fucked see. wrote in about her, and I was like, I I bet money she was conservative, and it turned out she was. Okay. But what I've so like what I've noticed, and you know, I I don't have a ton of information to offer because I've only really paid attention to certain chicks. Like, there's. I feel like a lot of conservative chicks are very pro douche. And I'm not talking about like homemade. I'm talking about summer's Eve. Probably Ooh, use the fucking they spray. They fucking love the summer's Eve. They, they love that shit. They yep. do. Mm-hmm. And it's not good for you. Like that's my understanding. Yep. It's not good for you. It throws it's your pH not. off. Being in the military, I came, I came across so many different people and so many different women. And yes. Oh my gosh. It seemed like, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, this is complete observation. It seemed like a lot of black girls I knew use summer's Eve and a lot of, yes, probably more conservative. I remember growing up in the South. I saw it a lot more. I never, I hardly ever see that here. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm trying to think if I know any fucking, any left leaning chicks and I've fucked a lot of them that, that ever even mentioned a fucking douche but i i will say this i've never used a douche in my life not even a natural like aren't there like natural douches or some shit like vinegar and water or something like that yeah i've heard of that never done that fuck no i've i feel like unless you've got I'm an issue so you not comfortable yeah i you know i've always been very in tune with my body i'm thankful for that even since i was young and even when I would get pregnant, I would know like right away. I would just fucking know. And 
somehow intuitively, I just feel like I knew that I definitely shouldn't be like squirting anything of my pussy. Now we talked about enemas. I'll fucking do an enema in my ass all fucking day long. (laughs) (laughs) Shit out some fucking, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, (laughs) but no, I've never douched and there's there's a system in there that's like that's why we have discharge you know and i feel like how can you not know what that's for it's like self-cleaning that's a, that's the whole point of it so why are you fuck you gonna douche i mean i feel like if you're properly taking care of yourself that sh- you shouldn't even it shouldn't even be like a part of your life you know what i douching? mean yeah douching i feel like it should never be a part of your life period yeah but even, yeah, I mean, I'm saying even if you have some sort of pussy issue, I don't think douching is ever going to be right. the answer. Right. That makes sense. I think and there's enough evidence to show why and because of the microbiome inside of there. It's just so fucking sensitive. Well, it throws the pH off. And once you throw yeah. off the pH, I mean, you're, you're open yeah. for anything. Yeast infection, stank, whatever 100%. the fuck. 100%. If I eat too much because of my diet and it's pretty dialed in and I, what most people would call strict, if I eat too much bread and like yeast and sugar, my pH will get thrown off. Oh yeah. I believe that. Wild. I'm sure that's everybody though. Most people just don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very true. I think we all have this equilibrium. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say this though about liberal chicks, liberal chicks. One thing that definitely stands out to me most is that they love going to get tested. They, you know, they may not be douching. What do I like? Because all of our shit's free. Yeah. Oh, listen to this. Listen to this. And this is, you know, and anyone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I I checked this shit. So my girlfriend in Georgia, she can't legally get an abortion. If I get pregnant in California, it doesn't matter if I have insurance, it, it, nothing, ma- it doesn't matter. I get whatever I want for free. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. You literally can walk into Planned Parenthood. It used to not and be that free? way. Though. Used, it's free. Here's the thing. A year ago, and this is as of either 2022 or 2023 in California, before this, I would have had to pay 600 bucks for the right. abortion pill or whatever. Now, doesn't fucking matter. You walk in, you get whatever the fuck you need for free. You do not have to have a baby. It is. And what's crazy to me is it is still fucking illegal in another state, but I can walk in and just easy peasy. I mean, it's, it's just crazy to me. We're in the same fucking country. And, uh, I feel like having a kid over there would be maybe on the other side of the country in fucking Georgia. No offense guys. Um, there's less jobs. There's less resources. I mean, you come to California, you can fucking make money like that. Yeah, but, but you're gonna give back most of it to your government, motherfucker. That's true too. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It's very, it's very hard to live here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, the whole I don't know, like the Roe v. Wade. I'm not trying to turn this into a political <laughs> thing. We're not trying like, to turn it political, but we're talking about conservative versus liberal <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to like push a viewpoint or anything like right. that. But 
you know, I, I remember saying as a fucking kid, when people would bring that, and when I say kid, I mean like 18, 19 years old, when people would bring up the Roe v. Wade because, you know, it would make its way into the news or whatever the fuck. I always just, you know, once I figured out what it actually was about, I was like, who the fuck cares? So what? Right. You know, they're going to try to make this bigger than it is. Let them give it back to the states. And if you don't like the fucking state you live in, fucking leave. I don't, you know. And the only argument you ever hear is, well, some people can't leave. Well, maybe you shouldn't be having sex. I don't fucking know. But, you know, or wear a condom. I don't know. But the whole, like, I just, I don't know. I think that's way blown out of proportion, in my opinion. And I'm very pro-choice. So. I'm pro-choice. For obvious reasons. You know, it just pisses me off for the the accessibility is so inconsistent it's odd to me but you know what i'm in the state where i'm not affected so i'm not going to trip about it that hard right. there you go yeah for what real you should, what you should be doing is walking into planned parenthood getting some abortion pills and selling them on the internet i know <laughs> to right? bitches I in alabama <laughs> i just need some uh fake pregnancy piss which i'm sure is probably not hard to find i saw a pregnant lady like laying over the sidewalk the other day do what? Oh yeah, the homeless people here are, are gnarly. I mean, have when's the last time you were in Denver? Oh gosh, it's been a while, but I remember it was really bad. That's the worst place I've probably ever seen. Dude, I remember, I've never been to Portland, but yeah, Denver I, was pretty bad. I remember DC in the fucking ninety. Like I grew up on the streets oh, of DC, eighties and nineties. I remember, you know, how bad it was back then with like crack and shit. Man, I was in Denver. It was about uh, two months ago, maybe, um, for a few days. And, you know, we were basically hitting weed spots because I have a medical card. I go there because it's much cheaper. Mm-hmm. So it's all industrial, you know, parks for the most part, whatever. We come out. I mean, I, the amount of people I saw shooting heroin, crack. Not that big of a deal. You know, you see, like, I know people that smoke crack. You see people smoking crack. I mean, it's kind of a big deal, but not really. Motherfuckers sitting in broad daylight all over Denver. And I'm not even just talking about wow. industrial areas. I'm talking about in, like, downtown fucking shooting heroin in parking lots. Like, tons of them. And my boy I was with, he's also from D.C., born and raised. I mean, we were driving through here like, what the fuck, man? This shit is fucking wild out here. Oh it's like an open, gosh. you can't even call it a drug market. It's just an open air drug usage situation and prostitutes and prostitutes. Broad fucking daylight. I haven't seen street walking prostitutes in fuck, man, 30 years. Truthfully, or 20 at least. Really? Because, well, I was just in Vegas this weekend, so I saw a shitload. Yeah, but. yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we came out of this fucking dispensary, and there's a fucking guy. We're, like, just driving, you know, trying to get where the fuck we're going. There's a fucking dude holding up a fucking blanket, like, standing up, holding his blanket straight up in the air, and we're like, what the fuck is going on there? We get a little bit closer, and it's two crackheads or heroin or whatever the fuck they were this bitch is bent over and this dude just pounding her out <laughs> this other guy holds the fucking holds the fucking blanket and of course i'm out the window like yeah hey, get that pussy dog 
It's got to be the worst pussy ever. That's where my mind straight went. Right? Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. I, like, I don't know. I love sex. They, might, they just like, don't I mean, care at that point. Like, what do you think the transaction is there? Is she getting fucked for money? Are they having sex because they just he's got to get a fucking nut off? I feel like at that point, the chick's always got to be trading it for something. Like, at no point yeah. at that point, if I'm, like, at that low... Am I just having sex for funsies? Even if yeah. I'm doing it for funsies, I'd probably be like, let me get a crack rock. Because at that point, I'm assuming I'm a crackhead. So, Oh, she was something. <laughs> Either a crackhead or a heroin addict yeah. for sure. I don't even know if they still smoke crack. I don't even know if that's still a thing. Maybe they're all crystal methods. I don't fucking know. That's supposed to be much cheaper, apparently. <laughs> so who, do, who has the better pussy, liberals or conservatives? I don't think that there's no, you, you can't really make that kind of comparison. I tried, I, I sat around and I thought about it and I would say I've probably fucked just as many conservative chicks as liberal mm-hmm. chicks, probably actually more liberal chicks, to be honest. Um, I think that's a person by person basis, honestly. The I mean, liberal chicks are definitely the ones who are, um, not shaving as much the what the ones that are not shaving as much no you called them something the what red bull chicks is that what you said no the the liberal chicks oh not shaving yeah i don't play that shit you're not shaving i feel like the you know you hear about the chicks who don't shave like their armpits and stuff i don't feel like anyone who does that is conservative no yeah for sure and i certainly could not i couldn't fuck a chick with armpit hair or leg hair i just couldn't do it yeah, you know, I've really come to a point in my like liberal hippiness where I understand the concept because you come to a point where you just literally give zero fucks about <laughs> sort of like your appearance. I'm really thankful in the sense that when I'm as low maintenance as you get, like even right now, like I still look pretty fucking cute, yeah. but I'm not going to go as far as the no armpits or the leg hair i personally like like it's for me i won't do a lot of other shit for dudes like if i'm home if i'm not on vacation i'll typically wear a lot of boy clothes i'm bumming it i dress hot on vacation but i'm past a lot of shit but i don't think i'm ever gonna be past the i don't imagine my legs no problem with fucking women that wear beaters and and fucking right but like dress however the fucking i don't care that don't mean you shit. still look the same under i'm like i still look the same naked basically i think bitches wearing a fucking pair of sweats and a wife beater that shit's hot to me it always has been um the no you know i don't give a fuck what anybody does with their life you don't want to shave your armpits or your legs that's fine whatever but i don't you just I, don't like, want to i can't fuck them i don't think i could <laughs> I, I I was at yeah. Uh, there's a hot spring here that uh, is clothing optional that I go to weekly, and I'm sitting in this fucking pool one day. Uh, this was like last year, and this beautiful, beautiful girl from I don't know Boulder or Denver or some shit other side of the state was there with this dude, and you know. She seemed really cool, like really down to earth, whatever. But I mean, she naturally just gorgeous. And then yeah. that bitch fucking lifted her arms. 
It's like, why, bitch, why? I yeah. actually don't think I've seen one of like one of those that's like very, very beautiful. So that's so interesting. Like pussy hair wouldn't bother me. Right. I, I have seen chicks that I would fuck that have fucking armpit hair for sure. Okay. I just wouldn't I, fuck them. I think it's really hot when guys think that pussy hair is hot. And it's it also doesn't bother me at all. The guy's like, I really like it when you shave. Like I love to be super clean shaven before I fuck my dude, but it's hot. there's something hot about dudes who are like, nah, I like hair too. I don't know what it is. It's like throws me off and it's also like, fuck yeah, so much less work for me. <laughs> But I don't know. I don't think I found one of those in a minute. My, I, I want to say that my ex, my most recent ex was like that, but he was, I think it might've been because he was older. He was 40. I don't know if that makes a difference. I don't think it should. I mean, maybe that's more his like generation. Didn't like the whole bald pussy thing become a thing? Like, nope, that's always been. Okay, never mind. I would add at least 10 years. To, I would add about 10 <laughs> years to that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, Nah, like, yeah, no. I'm okay. not going to say too much. I don't want to give away. <laughs> right. You got to keep the alert. Um, fuck, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, pussy hair, it, does, it doesn't bother me. Now, granted, like, I don't shave my fucking genitals fucking bald, but I'll trim it up and... yeah. I don't think like untrimmed pussy hair, like it wouldn't stop me from fucking at all. Um, but I also feel like I've, I've had a couple chicks in the last 10 or so years that have fucked regularly that just like to have a little bit of pussy hair, but they always kept it trimmed and, and cute mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, I just, right. Uh, doesn't bother me. I do prefer bald. It just looks prettier. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? <laughs> I, I got a pristine and clean, you know what I mean? I agree. I feel like guys are more liable to go to town on your pussy with their mouth if you're like fresh shaven. I think there's a correlation. I mean, I, I think you're right. Like, for me, for my situationship, um, it's like when he notices that it's like fresh shaven he like appreciates it and i feel like because of that he goes to town more but i feel like in general it doesn't make a difference for this situation it's like oh dope i appreciate it let me show you that but i mean i'm not gonna lie yeah. i see a fresh shaven pussy right in front of my face first thing i'm right be like mm, mm, yeah <laughs> mm. dive in but at the same time same pussy with some hair on it I yeah. might not have the, mm, <laughs> but I'm still going to go face first into that motherfucker because <laughs> I like to eat pussy. I got, a, I got a tattoo on my pussy probably like a couple months ago. And um, so I, I try to keep it shaved now because obviously it looks so much better, but I, it was a, it was Captain Dipshit's name originally a couple years ago. Imagine why I fell so far off the earth. And so then I got to cover it. At least it's not on your labia or you're out of, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, it's, um, but I got to cover it up with a vampire bat. And honestly, it's sick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Captain. Do, do, men, do men stare at it? <laughs> Eating your pussy? 
I haven't had a lot of new men see it, but they do think it's dope. I will say that. I'm not even sure. It's such a small town, so I have no idea even how. But Captain Dipshit uh, saw my tattoo artist out at a bar, goes up and does the formalities, like, oh, acts acts like he doesn't know him at all. Five minutes later goes, so you're the guy who tattooed a vampire bat over my name on my ex. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, gotta love that small town vibe. Oh, God. My artist told me about it and the next time I saw him I was like yeah dude I could have told you that one was coming when he was probably like introducing himself <laughs> God, you but honestly amazing cover up I'm, I'm so happy with it I'll have to send you send you a pic or something you already have I've seen it <laughs> oh yeah never mind then I mean feel free to send more it's totally fine I'm, I'm totally always. I'm okay with that a healthy stream of nudes but always um speaking of small towns i was i'm staying in a very small town right now and uh i was sitting out back recently like earlier today and i can hear like these neighbors across the alley like talking or whatever and it reminded me of last year when i was staying here for i don't know a week or two and uh i'm sitting out on this chick's back porch and i hear this fucking screaming and yelling and I'm like, huh, that's weird. Like, you don't normally hear that shit around here. So I start to listen. <laughs> and this fucking dude, I actually recorded a lot of it because I was oh, the recording didn't wow. pick it up. It was bad. Damn it. This motherfucker, all I remember hearing him say, it kept saying it over and over again. He's like, that brother fucked my daughter. <laughs> what? can't believe my brother my daughter i i mean naturally i was like oh (laughs) he listened some more but it was like a lot of drunk yelling and but i kept hearing that over and over again and i was just like wow so yeah small towns man (laughs) that's that's a lot that's so went a different direction than i thought it was going to jesus christ that's right. We're about to bring her back to your pussy. Because I want to talk about the vegan, being a vegan. Like, yeah. Like I said to you, I think a lot of people claim to be vegetarians or vegans, and they aren't. I think they're addicted to carbs. And, you know, while you may not be eating meat, I think that is a probably super unhealthy lifestyle. From what I see of those people, uh, one of my close friends being one of them, like, it's not healthy. It's, straight garbage it's all processed Mm -hmm. shit so i look at when so when somebody tells me they're a vegan or they're vegetarian like i always like first question is like are you or are you a carbitarian motherfucker right had a conversation with you and you were you you seem to be very strict and uh i don't know i mean i yeah i i wouldn't call it strict but it's definitely nutrient dense eating and I know what you're talking about for I guess you would say maybe you're more mainstream vegan where people are eating the impossible burgers the soy products all the fake meat the tofu anything like that and because I'm I'm vegan for 
different reasons, like environmental, ethical, uh, nutritional, but for the nutritional aspect, doing that, doing those alternatives and those substitutes that, that totally negates that nutritional aspect because those are all shit for you. And the soy is going to throw off your hormones. So I go for more whole foods. I think I was telling you, like in the morning, I'll do oatmeal, lots of fruit and lots of seeds or some type of like protein element in every type of meal. I'm trying to get some sort of protein element that's as far natural or whole food as I can get. So typically in the morning, some type of seeds or a protein bar and in the middle of the day, some type of bowl with like rice, beans, beans are probably my biggest, uh, like source of protein. Right. beans beans nuts seeds stuff like that is is where i get pretty much the majority of my protein i would i would say i've shifted into like an inconsistent pescatarian because i'll have (laughs) i'll have fish every once in a while every once in a blue moon so i do have protein at times but i'm and i do have the I am like a regular person with a cheat meal. I try to do that every once in a while. And I will have like a vegan donut or a fucking vegan burger. And whilst that's not great, you know, moderation, but the vegans doing that all the time. I I agree with you completely. That's not, that's not a traditional or ethical veganism in my eyes. It's, I mean, you can look at it however you want. To yeah. me, it's just not healthy. It's they say that it's terrible for the environment as well to produce these soy products and these meat substitutes. Oh, yeah. And they say that they're a lot more processed than regular meat. I so, have no doubt about that. <laughs> right. I think you could still have a great, like, healthy body. When I say, like, vegan pussy is a one because we're so healthy if you're a whole food vegan, but I think you could have the same aspect if you're getting meat that's not factory farmed. And I'm not saying that you have a gross pussy if you eat fucking Tyson chicken, because I'm, I used to eat shit like that back in the day. And I've always had a nice pussy, but ever since I went vegan, um, in all different ways, my body's just cleaner um and i noticed do you feel a difference oh yeah 100 percent. but i I would what i go ahead i was a pescatarian for about two years about 15 Mm -hmm. years ago and it was interesting because um i was pretty strict about it uh i was very strict about it as far as like the only protein that i was eating was was uh, seafood but I saw I like I I I watched some shit happen. I've had like I have my eyes started to like kind of go bad when I was approaching like 30, not bad, but like start having some fucking issues, right? Yeah. And everybody in my fucking family wears glasses. I was the only one that didn't wear glasses. I was like, and I'm I'm not trying to wear glasses. So whatever. And I never did, but well, I do sometimes when I drive now, but yeah, you should when you drive. Only at night. Um, but I never did. But when I went on this fucking diet, 
literally every single night um my my dinners consisted of sauteed spinach green beans um trying to think it was very heavy brussels sprout very very heavy on green vegetables um and every once in a while there'd be some seafood thrown in there and i bullshit you not <clears throat> i watched my fucking eyesight straight up get better like and it was better i did it for two years my eyes were probably good for another five the food is food is medicine Absolutely. Food is the first line of medicine. I study Ayurveda, which is the Eastern medicine derived out of India. It's very similar to traditional Chinese medicine. It's just from India. And that's their first kind of line of, of it's curing. A, that's what it should be. Yeah, it's just, Perfect. it's food. It's so simple. It's what you eat. But that's all. That's also the biggest thing that people um, degrade themselves with. So... What do you mean by degrade themselves? Like you degrade your you degrade your health. Your health, okay. Yeah, right. I know that you that you only know that word in one sense, but <laughs> vocabulary wise. There's so many memes today going around about this sub that has gone missing. Fuck them millionaires. And I see Fuck a those f- people. Actually, I feel bad because it's a father. There's a father and a son on there. It's That's a 19 year old with his father, but They're, you know what the fuck are you doing down there dude there's a whole titanic exhibit i went there a few years ago it was fucking dope they took a bunch of shit out of the titanic so i don't know what you're looking for it's all the cool shit's at the titanic exhibit well, it's fucking, this meme i saw today was a picture of a playstation remote control because apparently that's what they're using to navigate this thing and it said like something about how how i control a sub and then somebody put a, a leash and a collar <laughs> above it and was like this is how i control a sub <laughs> this is so fucking funny right up your alley so terrible how we're already making memes about it but honestly they're they're all millionaires and i hope that this is finally making people realize that we're giving way too much attention and way too much power to those people because it got really quickly pointed out that uh there was just a, a loss of, I think, maybe 300 to 500 immigrants on a ship. Yeah, you didn't hear about that? Nobody, I, heard, I, nobody, nobody heard about it because they were all migrants or, you know. This was in Europe, right? Somewhere out there. It might have been off the coast of Greece. I, I think it was, saw, it was a like... large ship that, that went down and... I, they it's allegedly all the mothers all the women and children died it was it was terrible but now now everyone's like oh well why are why are we hearing about this sub and then this happened like a lot of people are actually like bringing that up so i'm like okay yeah good for us because what i mean in all honesty in the the state of the world today like anytime you see a story that is dominating headlines you have to kind of think is this actually real i almost so i that. never believe anything i, I honestly either. i never fully believe anything i don't either if i had that much money i would fake my own death in a sub accident and then just go on vacation for the rest of my fucking life that was definitely one of my thoughts i was like I wonder if this is them faking it like did they fake did somebody just fake their death um is this just a distraction and 
they, there's nobody on this fucking thing at all. Uh, but it does sound like if it, it sounds like they probably had a breach. And if that was the case, I mean, they did instantly. They probably already did any, you know, I'm, I'm sure that they already are. But even if they found them within the allotted time of them having, um, you know, oxygen still left, there's no vehicles that, you know, there are vehicles that can go down there, but they are not equipped for salvage or any shit like that. So, so I mean, there was no way to even get the yeah, stuff no, out. No. Okay. So. Yeah, probably not the wisest choice, but. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they didn't die in vain because you know what? I don't think anyone else is going to go on any uh, funzy sub voyages <laughs> down to the depths where the fucking U.S. Navy can't even go. Right. Yeah. People are crazy, but you know, nobody deserves to die. So if it is a real story, and you know, agreed, you know, agreed, no one deserves there's, to there's die. A kid or a teenager or some shit on there. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Sad. So. Yeah, I had something else I wanted to bring up. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Hair? Oh, vegan pussy. Let's get back to the vegan pussy for a second. Okay. How long have you been a vegan? Well, that is, uh, you did remind me what I was going to say. Um, that does segment, segue into that. So I, I, I started doing vegan last fall, fall of 2022. But what was happening is I went through this huge spiritual shift and I... I'm not sure people notice like the vegans who are just like ascended hippies. That's kind of the spiritual shift that I went through. So I just started literally feeling ill whenever I was eating meat and stuff like that, that was factory farmed. And it was just, it was fucking me up. So I went on this elimination diet because I couldn't figure out, I was having a stomach ache all the time. And then I was losing a ton of weight and that was fucking me up. So I was doing a drop elimination diet where each week I was cutting something out. So first it was beef, then pork, then chicken. And I was still having fucking problems after that with eggs and fish. So then I, I took the fish out and I was like, you know, at least I'll just, I'll just keep the eggs. And then the eggs were still bothering me. And then one day I just gave up and I was like, I'll just be vegan. And <laughs> I really will say that I think it could have been all in my head, like this guilt because of where my spirituality lies and my belief system now, because I study in Indian medicine. So I'm very in tune with more of like Hindu religion, which is very close with animals in a sense that maybe most Americans don't understand because my friend today is like, I love animals and I still eat them. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't fucking get my shit so I think it could have been yes all in my head due to my belief system and like where I spiritually lie with uh animals and animal byproducts that are factory farmed because I was just you know make myself feel ill but health-wise I felt a lot better and like you said like problems any problems that I was having seemed to improved. I just had a lot of brain fog and a lot of mm-hmm. fatigue and I just wasn't in like that great a shape. That was, I came out of my last relationship uh, around the end of summer. So going into fall, kind of all these good changes started happening. I started working on my brain health and shit. Cause being with a narcissist literally gives you brain damage. So I was like, how do we unfuck this as fast as possible? 
the veganism <gasps> helped. The veganism helped so much with my my health. But you have to really put in the work. You know, people are like, it's not sustainable. I don't think that's true. I just think it's a lot of fucking work. It is a luxury for me to be like, I don't want to eat animals if I don't have to. You know, if I for lived sure. in a if I lived in a different setting or situation, or I I didn't have as much money, that might be a different story. I still probably wouldn't eat factory farmed, but then I'd be fucked because non-factory farmed is a little bit pricier unless you have the right connections. Are but. you? Do you mean organic? Yes, or uh-huh. um, I actually get meat from a guy who uh, sources it from farmers in Missouri, and the meat's processed by like Amish and Mennonite people. Oh, nice! And then he gets it and he drives it all around the country and just like drops it off, and it's really well priced because if you try to buy local farmer meat in California, it's an arm and a leg. It's insane. Oh god, I can't even imagine. Yeah. So I get it from this guy for my family because obviously I don't push veganism on my kids and shit. I they still eat meat. I just give them, you know, shit that was raised in a pasture and shot between the eyes in a corral after it was calmed down. <laughs> and I think that that's better. And I think that that shit wouldn't give me a stomach ache. But I'm still not ready to break the veganism yet. I mean, pescatarian isn't isn't a bad deal i, don't I haven't know. noticed any issues i haven't had any issues when i've had fish recently so it's the elimination i didn't do the elimination diet per se um but that's exactly how i found out like it's how i found out gluten and soy mm. were fucking were fucking me up and i you know I did it by eliminating things and, and figuring it, man. But I'll tell you, the things that I'm fucking allergic to, dairy, soy, and gluten, are three of the worst goddamn things that this country pushes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When people tell me they're allergic to that, I'm like, it's really not. I'm I'm also I'm gluten intolerant, and I can't eat it. Mm. When so... you said the brain fog thing. That was brain fog was exactly what tipped me off to it because so my family owns a gluten-free manufacturing company and I started the company with them and helped them build the company. So I learned a lot of shit because I had to like publicly speak to people and all this fucking crap. So I had to learn about all of it. And I started to fucking, you know, read all this shit. And I was like, uh, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's mm-hmm. me. And the brain fog was a dead giveaway. Like we would go out. We were starting this company. We would go out to fucking lunch. I'd have a sandwich, and I would be passing out, literally, like a fucking mm-hmm. narcoleptic. I would be passing out in the fucking car. Couldn't stay awake. Eyes just shutting. Man, when I cut that shit out, I have not touched gluten, dairy. I've always mm-hmm. been a fucking since I was born, I've been allergic to, but dairy, gluten, and soy. When I figured out soy, that was a big one for me. Um, I was really happy to figure that shit out. But I, you just feel so much better. And that's how you, it's such a major, I don't know, like depending on who you are, like it's, it's a changing point in your life. It's life. It can be life changing, dude. Fuck Cause yeah, you've been living in brain fog for that long. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. It's insane. 
And I feel like, like, I agree with you that for me, gluten, the biggest effect I felt from it when I was still eating it. And I have not been eating gluten for years. Like I've, I've been, have not been vegan that long, but I've been gluten-free for probably at least five years. And even, even sometimes now I'll still have it every once in a while, but if I have too much, I'm like literally not waking up right the next morning and go after going vegan. One thing that's really interesting is I, my body is, is highly in sync with the circadian, uh, with the sun. So I wake up, I don't set an alarm like ever. I just wake up every day at five 30 on the fucking dot. I don't, and this is not of my choosing, but it's basically just around when the sun starts to rise. It's fucking wild. And that's the one, one of the things I like most about this like lifestyle is, uh, and being very, trying to be very in tune and aligned is just fucking being in tune and aligned. I, uh, I can't sleep more than if I get six hours, I consider that like sleeping in. Yeah. Like I can't get up at five 30. I just can't. So I don't go to bed until usually about two o'clock. So I know I sleep solid seven o'clock in the morning, maybe eight, eight thirty if I'm really lucky. I think it's still good that your body is only down with like a certain amount of hours though. Because I if I go to sleep, that's where I get fucked. If I go to sleep at two, I'm still waking up at five thirty. So <laughs> that's where that's kind of suck. Is I'm kind of like the grandma now in my friend groups, but that does suck. I mean, I, it doesn't matter when I go to sleep, but five hours, like, it's pretty mm-hmm. normal. Um, six, like I said, if I'm if I'm lucky, but it doesn't really matter what time. That's, you know, people are always trying to tell me, like, well, I'd be tired as fuck, like, nine, ten o'clock. I'm tired as shit. Well, you just go to sleep. I don't know, because I don't want to be up at three o'clock in the fucking morning with nothing to fucking do until i don't know eight o'clock in the morning like the fuck that's so funny i've got the time down but you've got the the hours i'd trade you actually that'd that'd be better yeah i don't blame you i'd fucking hate my life if i woke up at fucking 5 30 every morning jesus dude it's fucking boring that's the that's the worst part about it it must be boring as shit you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm fucking productive, and that's what was so life changing about you know going with that lifestyle. Is I sure do get a lot done. I sure do have a time to get up and fucking work out and do all the shit I need to do. And I've got a friend here who I don't want to say she's a recovering alcoholic. She's an alcoholic. She hasn't drank in a mm-hmm. couple of years. Well, she has, but it's like been here and there very very spread out but this bitch even when she's not drinking she'll get up at like five o'clock in the morning but when she was drinking and when i say drinking like you don't really come across too many alcoholics like this in your life truthfully and this oh bad she was bad what was her drink during the day it would be fucking truly's oh man was she like a new age alcoholic? Well, I, this is. Or she just evolved. So she's cool been an, she's been an alcoholic. I've known her twenty something years. I get you. Truly's came along and she's just like. Yeah. I'm gonna pick that. you. But also okay. vodka, like she's okay. sleep, she's asleep with a glass of straight vodka next to her bed because she would get the shakes so bad. Shut 
up. This bitch would wake that up. That is gnarly. It's so fucking foul. It, her kids, as little, like, infants, not infants, but toddlers, would have to ask their mother, is this water, before they drink anything in the house? Is this water? So, but this bitch would wake up, and, and to this day, even when she's sober, she wakes up at like 5, 5.30 in the fucking morning. But when she was drinking, she would wake up at 5.30 in the morning. Bitch would be passed out by 10. 10 a.m., passed out, wake up and do it again. <laughs> two days in a day, buddy. Two days in a day, every day. Yeah. How this bitch is even alive is beyond me. And that's so fucking funny because today my dude was like, I love that it's summer now because the days are so long. I can get up early, do all this shit, have two days in a day. But that's that like other side of it, like healthy person. Like, yeah, I'm going to get all this shit done. Right. Fuck yeah, dude. Do, do whatever you want with your two days. Right. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Imagine you could have a healthy day and a fucking alcoholic day in one day. I think that's kind of my used to be my vibe last summer, right before I fully sent it. Would you, drink, would you drink early and then pass out? I would. I would up? still drink, yeah, because right when I left my ex, I went in like you know full party mode for yeah. a few weeks, and I was, and that's it. Would start to get in the way. I would just drink too much, and the next day I'd be too tired to work out, and then I was like, fuck, I really can't do anything and very much like the food the alcohol started making me feel it just was like not agreeing with me mm-hmm. which was odd because I've, I've always enjoyed drinking I would say and yeah so I just switched to mushrooms and weed and at this point I I'm not a hundred percent sober I had a glass of wine in Vegas actually I got a little crazy I had a glass of wine and I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to have a cocktail or wine on my birthday this year. I'm going to go to Mexico. So, oh, nice. but I'm just not, I'm definitely alcohol is just not for me anymore. You know, it's and funny it's, about, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no go first. ahead. No, yeah. I was just going to say the veganism, all the diets I've done in the last like year don't even allot for me to like drink. So I did keto before I did vegan. And like every time I was drinking, I was just getting so fucked up off of like two glasses of wine. I was like, ah, damn, this is rough. So I don't uh, think it's, I'm meant to anyways, but go ahead. What I was going to say is one thing I've noticed about uh, like being gluten intolerant because I don't, I don't know that I have celiac. I've never been quote unquote tested. I just know it doesn't, doesn't agree with me. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you some shit, man. I will. And this happened like in the last year. This dumbass bartender who knows I'm very specific about, you know, what kind of vodka are in my fucking drinks. Like when I walk in the bar, yeah. you already know what the fuck I want. So when I order like a shot of vodka, some sort of vodka shot, I don't expect you to give me anything other than what. I'm fucking ordering in my drink. Mm-hmm. This actually has happened twice in the last couple of years. Or round of fucking vodka shots. After you've drink. gotten a cocktail with vodka yeah. in it? These are fucking, these are two bartenders that wow. know. That know I've, I've been a bartender. That's You use common sense thinking with that. You don't go by the fucking book and just give someone a well shot. That's a, like, yeah, what do you give me rail for, bitch? So, <laughs> but... The 
the next day, like it doesn't fuck me up in the moment because I'm fucked up anyway. But the next day, like, dude, I can feel it in my veins. I can feel it in my uh, whole fucking body. Just sick, sick from fucking poison. poison. So yeah. let's not go too deep on this, but oops. Um, in your opinion, do you think that it's actually gluten or do you think that it's whatever glyphosate? That's the one, glyphosate. Um, I have not done enough research to know for sure, but from what I've heard, it's a very sound theory that it's not weed itself is it's the stuff very much like milk. Like we raw milk, no issue, but because processed milk is going through all this stuff and it's, it's taking enzymes and bacteria out of it that our body needs to digest it properly, Interesting. then, then it's making us ill for lack of better words. And I, the, I guess the theory with gluten is it's not the fact that it's weed, it's the stuff on it. Right. And I, I a hundred percent believe that all of our stuff is like, it's getting sprayed. I mean, it's terrible for us. I'm, yeah. I try to buy everything. I, I mean, I used to make fun of people like that that was like buy everything organic but there's there's at least certain fruits and vegetables that i will only buy organic because if they get sprayed then the nutritional content is so much lower it's like what's the fucking point yeah and i'm eating that for i'm eating food in the sense of it it being medicine so i need it to be quality absolutely absolutely it's why mm-hmm. you know i'm staying with a friend of yeah. mine right now but we've i've planted a garden in her fucking yard for the last couple of years like all organic using runoff from the mountains to to water it like oh that's the dream because that's you know you're getting the most nutrients out of the food not only that you're getting the best flavor out of them as well because that's one thing i think they lose when it gets to like being modified and all that crap you lose you lose a lot of shit in it yeah um yeah i want to look more into that now um and i i can really nerd out on some research so the reason the reason i asked you theory the reason i asked you that is because a lot of people in this country and i i was in italy not last year but the year before and i did not have the balls to try regular fucking wheat oh my gosh you should have because i didn't have any issues when i lived in europe I never had issues with gluten or dairy, which is the crazy part. And I, I lived in countryside Bavaria. So any of the milk I was probably drinking was raw milk. Right. But I didn't have issues with cheese. I had bread out the yin yang and I never developed a gluten issue until I moved. All of my digestive issues started when I moved back to the States and my I was in Europe from probably around 20 to 23. I believe that. I definitely believe that. Dang, I, I wish I, you would have tried it. So I know. I, I know people that are celiac mm-hmm. that have gone over to Italy, Greece, wherever the fuck, and eaten fucking gluten and not had any issues, none. And I knew this before I went, but I just I was there for like four or five days with a chick, and I was like, the last thing I want to do is ruin one of my fucking days. 
because they ate some fucking pizza or some pasta you know what i mean and they they're actually pretty good about offering gluten-free in italy which was very surprising that is shocking yeah i was very surprised i actually you know now that you bring that up and now thinking about my experiences i would more blindly lean towards the fact that it's something that has to do with like the environment or what it's being sprayed with here uh, yeah I, I would wholeheartedly believe they that. don't allow you know, that's the thing too is as much as i still probably don't want to back mcdonald's i used to eat mcdonald's a lot in germany because it they don't it's completely they legally, different it's completely different they legally don't allow certain oils fats chemicals to even come into the country so you're getting a completely different product but here I mean, I haven't eaten McDonald's in years and I won't. And my kids don't that I know of. And if they did, I'd probably be upset. Well, let's leave the people with this. (laughs) I heard this the other day and I've seen it quite a few fucking places at this point. How many ingredients are there in a McDonald's French fry? Ooh. 20. Dude, close. 19. <laughs> Shut up. 19. Shit, I was close. 19. That's disgusting. You think that's disgusting? I have not touched any potato from McDonald's in 15 plus fucking years. The, the way that they treat the fucking potatoes is insane. Like, you have to wear a hazmat suit they have to hang these fucking potatoes up for like 30 or 60 days. You can't go in there because it's so toxic. What's coming from these potatoes to make them look perfect, perfect size, perfect, you know, blah, blah, blah. Genetic. Chris. Yeah. All that fucking crap. I watched a documentary on that shit. I was like, yep, not eating that shit no more. Like I, I, What's so fucking crazy, too, is you say that about the base fry is so toxic, but when you fry something, the the process in which it fries like that, that's cancerous as well. So you're just, like, double whammying it. Is it? Yeah, so even even let's say you take a, a healthy, quote-unquote, French fry that you, like, cut from a potato. When you're frying it in that heat the starch when it goes past a certain temperature it produces cancerous properties interesting i didn't know that so fries are always going to be you know less desire less than desirable for your health but moderation who gives a shit but what if you bake them if you bake them it's fine though right I actually think, yeah, I think that could be different because, because like I said, it's, it's when they go over a certain temperature. Yeah. It's over a certain temperature that the starch, it, uh, I don't know. It just changes it completely. Reaction. Yeah. Yep. Well, this has been a science motherfuckers. I love science. This has been a all over the place, uh, a couple of episodes of the after hours. So that's cool. (laughs) I hope everybody enjoyed it. I know I did. Um, Yeah, we'll be back next week with some more shit for y'all. Me and Anal Queen. Catch you later, fuckers. Bye, motherfuckers. (laughs)